It was all a pipe dream Watching bodyboarding up on TV Deep at reef watching tension repeats Eating bakery feeds at 18 Living the dream with no sunscreen Yeah we were so keen Surfing Aussie pipe Buying Riptide Eating shit pie Alright G'day and welcome to the Riptide Bodyboarding Podcast The home of bodyboarding Thank you for joining us on episode 66 of our verbal journaling And I am your longtime host Luke O'Connor Okay, today's guest, he's a bit of a wonder grom. He's coming up from the depths of Sydney and he's making a name for himself. Hailing from the eastern suburbs, this wiry, elastoplast kind of kid is flipping out all over the joint. From Aussie pipe to surge to the wave pool, he's really sending it, especially at a couple of local waves around the eastern suburbs that I won't mention to, uh, you know, just keep it under wraps because there's a couple of pretty cool bowls that uh, the boys have been hitting and it's so cool to see that this Grom is really um, taking the mantle uh, forward, especially as there's been so many amazing riders from the eastern suburbs, you know, and only recently, mainly having Liam Lucas come out of there, Kezzy, and obviously before the Buntings, um, you've got Jose, and you've got uh, a whole range of cool cats coming out of that part of Sydney. He's currently sponsored by the Versus Project, uh, and he's also got Emerald in his back pocket with Desi supporting this young Grom. Uh, there's some big things coming in the pipeline, and I can't wait to chat to him about it all. Please welcome Anthony Miller to the potty. Anthony, bro, how the bloody hell are you? I'm pretty good. Came for the podcast. How are you? Dude, I'm good. I'm good. And um, I've been meaning to speak to you for ages, Anthony. Like we've we've crossed paths so many times. Um, you obviously come over to Cronulla a fair bit, bro. Yeah. And you um, you're really trying starting to sample a lot of the waves over here and up and down the coast. And I've always been really impressed. And I'm going to give you a compliment straight off the bat uh, with one of your attributes, man. It's always been your attitude. Like your skill level is amazing. Um, and you, you're really taking it forward as a 16-year-old, but there's a lot of shitty 16-year-olds out there with skill <laughs> like you, yet they don't have the personality or the morals, man. And I'm, I'm saying that straight up because when I met you for the first time, you were very respectful, you were very nice, you were kind, and you've continued that the whole way through, um, even after you've, <laughs> you've hit puberty, brother. So that's always <laughs> a good time because hormones usually change people. But... Um, you know, can you give us a rundown on, on, on how you started bodyboarding, um, you know, your humble's beginning with your family and just where it all began for you, man, because I'm really interested to know you've, you've turned out to be such a a nice, cool cat and it's um, really refreshing, especially coming from Sydney because we all know the city can eat you up and, and, and spit you out. Yeah, I mean, it produces a lot of shit cunts, but I don't know. I just find, <laughs> it, find it annoying that, um, I don't know, like when I'm surfing out, out close to here and like people just think they own it and you know snake and all that i think it's just annoying so i don't i don't do that because i know how annoying it is to all the locals in all the other places so Dude, just that's chill out yeah that's a sick way of approaching it man and really in my um in my experiences especially for you know, from from a bodyboarding perspective, because, you know, we, we do essentially have our backs up against the wall sometimes when, when it does come to other crafts in the water. Not so much these days, but there's still a little bit of animosity from, you know, different generations gone by. It's really important to stay humble. It's really important to stay kind. And it's really important just to be 
true to yourself and hold your morals up and don't let anyone sway you either side. And that's what I've always noticed about you, brother, from the first day I met you, from the last time I saw you, it was either at the wave pool or at the island. No, it was the island on that last good yeah, um, yeah, East yeah, Jalisco yeah. where you got that solid as fuck bomb. That was <laughs> Cheers, that bro. was that was insane. But yeah, really, man, like it's 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 really refreshing. And how did you keep you how did you keep your powder dry, so to speak? How did you keep your head in the game? Like what what tactics have you employed to make you different from the rest? Oh well I what like surfing wise? More so, I like, guess. even just growing up, man, and, like, you know, the things that have occurred in, in your life or, like, ha- how your family life was. Like, we don't have to go too deep in it, but I'm, I'm really interested because, again, it's, 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 it's just a refreshing thing. Oh, I don't know. I just don't see why you need to be so aggressive, I guess, and annoying. I mean, everyone's just out in the water to have a good time, I guess, so why... Why, you know, bring it, bring everyone else down just because you want more waves or, you know, whatever you're out there for, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And is that like a mantra that you have tried and taken through the rest of your life, even, even outside of bodyboarding? Yeah, like just, you know, be nice to everyone, you know. You don't know what they're going through, but just be be respectful because I guess that's the number one thing you should be. I reckon. Definitely. Definitely, really man. Important. It is, it is. And I think it'll get you a long way up and down the coast because um, it's one of those one of those things that is uh, far and few between. And I do agree in Sydney, it's one of those um, real conundrums that we face all the time. Like I see Groms coming out of Cronulla all the time, not so much. Uh, definitely through the bodyboarding ranks, but more so in the in the surfing ranks. We've got we've got a, a probably a higher contingency of surfers here at the moment, and really, I'm noticing the attitude change massively. Maybe because their parents haven't haven't um, been in the water before and don't know the code, so to speak. But man, it's a free for all half the time at the beaches, and you can just see kids doing little laps. You can see kids, you know, coming straight up the inside and snaking, and and you know they might not have been told yet or instilled those values, but it's uh, it's becoming more apparent that they're not really values anymore. It's kind of just dog eat dog world. So it's again, yeah, back to the point. Cool to see that you're um, letting your surfing do the talking, your boogan do the talking. Yeah, I guess it. It's just I reckon it could maybe just be, I guess sponsors, you know. That's gotten them all amped up and, you know, they want to surf better. But still, I reckon they should just, you know, take it down and chill out, I guess, before the sponsors. For sure. And the kind of grassroots um, areas of, you know, their beginnings, you don't want to just start off on a on a on an aggressive tangent and trying to be snaking everyone in the water when you know or you don't know. But, you know, you will find out later on in life that, yeah, it's really going to, Come them undone, man. But um, you know, thinking about your boogan and and obviously where it's been going in 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 the past couple of years, um, what's been the aim? You know, because I've known you since you were you were twelve, thirteen, man. Like you know, yeah. very young. Like, and we've been seeing you coming over to Cronulla from from the east side. And, and at first, uh, I was like, who is this Grom that keeps coming over? And you know, I'd see you at Sucklock every now and again. And I, you know, you come over for the Cronulla Bodyboard Clubs um, comps and that was great and all that stuff. But you, you really started making a name for yourself in the last couple of years. And what's been the goal for you in bodyboarding and um, and, and what do you want out of bodyboarding as, as a 16-year-old? Um, I guess I just want to enjoy it because, you know, it doesn't seem like many people continue it for like, you know, a lot of their life. But I don't know, I just want to 
hopefully get the best waves possible for like the most amount of time I can. And I guess Cronulla's easy because it's close and always has good waves. Oh, mate, you, you, you're, giving us, you're giving us a pat on the back there. I don't know about always good waves, but, yeah, we definitely have Somewhat our moments. <laughs> Sorry? Somewhat consistent. It's better than around my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. I mean, you guys have your moments for sure, but, yeah, it's um, it's 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 probably more open to South Wales and kind of cops a little bit more swell from time to time. And I guess you can roll out at Suck Rock and it's a pretty reliable wave at times, get get a couple little bowls, can grovel, really work on some of your moves and, and your skills. And, and what I noticed um, about yourself, you know, is that you're happy to try various and, and different combos of moves. You know, I, I noticed even with the wave pool um, earlier in 2023 when we were down there for that that beautiful offshore day um, for the NMD wave pool party. And, man, you were, you were happy to do double spins in the barrels and you were making – a lot of them, you know what I mean? Is that something that you see as a progression in the sport, like putting different combos together and something uniquely different from the rest of the Boog world? Yeah, I mean, I reckon it's just like, I don't know, I I find them pretty fun because they're pretty hard to do. And I guess there was just easy because it was the same wave every time and I could just keep trying and, you know, I'd make it a lot easier. But I don't know, I reckon comboing's pretty sick. It's heaps of fun. And um, just, you know, you can always, like, surf it, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just up to your preference, like, comboing it because there's, like, so many different spots you could do something else. And um, sure. so, something else would choose. So the way you're looking at waves, you, uh, what, what, I'm, what I'm thinking getting at is, like, you're looking at it in a different light, aren't you? You're seeing them. Um, in a different way, and you're probably seeing different parts of the wave that other people haven't tried to perform those moves on before. Because we really, when I surfed the wave pool, man, again, I'm a, I was 33 at the time, 34 now, becoming an older man, and definitely couldn't whip the spins around as quickly. Um, <laughs> I, I did a couple of takeoff forwards and come down, and and then you know could set up for the barrel, whatever, or maybe come down and then whack a spin and set up for the barrel, but. Or, and take off reverse, got a couple of them in, buggered a couple lot at the pool, but still happy to get some of them in. But rarely could I link up two spins in that space of the wave, linking into that that beast mode barrel section there at the yeah. wave pool where you just had since you had all the time in the world, brother. And and obviously you are about forty kilos lighter. How much do you weigh <laughs> in? Like, you to- oh, around sixty. Sixty kilos bringing that. wet, mate. Yeah, I'm pretty light, so it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. And how tall are you? You're definitely getting a bit of length on your own. Um, I don't know. I guess five, five, eight ish, maybe. Yeah, sixteen maybe. year old. Yeah, you've got another big growth spurt. And you, well, really, a lot of the um, a lot of the champions of our sport. If you would to look back at their size and weight, um, you would often see any between like the five nine to five eleven, no bigger than six foot, being the optimum height usually yeah. for. A bodyboarder, like you look at Jake Stone, Nick Cornell, George Humphreys, um, Louis Finnegan, like you know, that's just four off the top of my head that you could really look at and say they're definitely nowhere near six foot, and they're within that top kind of five five foot range there. And um, it, there seems to be about something that size. Even Michael Novi, you know, I think he's just under six foot, and you, and you look at it and you realise that maybe there is something to that that optimum size. You know what I mean? Of, of the five ten kind of 
region. Yeah. Are you are you hoping to stay there? Like, is anyone gonna maybe shunt your growth if you go any further? Like, if have, have you locked that in? I mean, I don't know eh? because my brother's pretty big. Oh yeah, he's like over six foot. It's it's pretty weird. I hope I don't get that big. He's like pretty like so much taller than me, at least a head. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, Oscillate if you look. Stuff. You look at other bodyboarders too. Nick Ormrod was pretty tall, you know. You've got um, I saw you got Brian Hart. He's quite tall. Like, yeah, there's there's definitely tall, lanky individuals in the sport. But it just seems to me that that perfect size is in that 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 five foot range. So, mate, you're on target. You are on target. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I stay this size. <laughs> Man, um, what do you reckon about you, um? Yeah, your sponsors, man, you know, because you really like, I'll tell you what I think of them, like your versus projects, you know, getting your board shaped by Nick Meswitz pretty much, man, and, and like having like Ben Winnie there with you. I know they're on, um, you know, different brands per se, but they're under the same umbrella um, yeah. and they're mentors for you and, and, and having you having them there, uh, you know, constantly guiding you and and all that kind of stuff, and then Des with with Emerald, one of the longest um, serving bodyboarding club uh, bodyboarding shops in in the retail shops in the world. Um, so much heritage there, and and obviously a great understanding of the ocean over over this side in Southern Sydney. So there's so many cool people around you, man. Like it's it, have you been super stoked with um you know the journey so far? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it makes makes everything a lot easier because I, whenever I have a problem, I'll just ask one of them about something, and you know, they'll give me the right advice most of the time. You know, whether that be like just where to surf on like a big swell, or even like you know, with different sponsors and stuff coming in, and you know, it makes it a lot easier to talk to like so many people that know what they're doing. Definitely. What's the um, thinking about asking for advice? What's the the most awkward thing you've had to ask Ben or Winnie? Um. Oh, Ben's asked me a few weird questions. I don't know if I <laughs> I should say it, but he's asked me a few questions. Just give um, us one that's like PG rated. Oh, <laughs> not not many of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they've been pretty pretty awkward for me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, then. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, Ben's probably just probing, I would imagine, knowing, you know, what he's been through with his career and obviously a multiple world title holder and, you know, one of the fiercest competitors the sport's ever seen. Um, you know, you look at his footage down at BlackRock over the last decade, especially um, from kind of 2000, and 2000 2010, 2015. Like, he, he was unstoppable down there, man, and, and things that he did on the world tour and then, you know um, – You've also got Far North, which was such a project that, that broke minds, really. Um, partnered up with Todd Barnes there and, you know, went all through Northern Europe and scored some of the heaviest slabs that we've ever seen. And has laid the foundations for a lot of free surfers and competitive um, gurus to go over there and, and, and try and conquer it too, man. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the questions, as weird as they may be, have some sort of purpose because he's a very deep thinker, Ben Player. Yeah, definitely. He's got just so much to tell me i guess oh man you got to tap into it yeah he's pretty smart bloke as weird for sure some of the questions he's asked me yeah (laughs) well again he's probably just thinking in a in a different light isn't he and he does have quite a business fed on him you know he has multiple fingers and multiple pies and um has been um you know 
really like the the house and structure of um, Australian bodyboarding there for so long. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's, it's heavy. What about what about Winnie Brew? Like, is, is there any questions that um, he's asked you that you can reveal on the potty? Um, no, I usually just ask him for questions when I need boards and stuff. He's he's a bit more down to down to earth with his questions, I guess. He's <laughs> he's he's more appropriate, I guess. That is so classic, man. I can't wait to 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 ask Ben off air. These questions are. This is hilarious. Oh, dude, do you remember? Um, sorry about these messages, man. I really oh, gotta gotta try and somehow get these turned off. But um, do you remember on that wave pool session? You know, um, in early two thousand and twenty three. Do you remember how yeah. we were all going down? Uh, and we were all met. We all met at um Sydney Airport in the morning. And then on that day, there was a Harry Styles concert in Melbourne. And do you remember that a lot of the flights got cancelled because that this was classic Jetstar who was going through a real Is tough that time. Why? Yeah, with COVID, so they had low staff, and then they yeah. had this fucking Harry Styles concert on, and they had like half of the female population from Sydney going down to <laughs> watch this fella, like, you know, watermelon sugar. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, do you remember the airport? The the full blowout a lot of us had in regards to um, having our flights cancelled and having to scramble to get on other flights. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That, we're we're all stressing. I don't know if everyone was. I definitely was. I didn't want to miss that. And um, some of us, we were really lucky because we we were like about. I think we were about to put our bags onto it, and then they said that the flight was cancelled. So we got to go on the next flight there, like straight away because we had all our luggage still it wasn't like sent down and i think we rocked up like 15 minutes before it started dude i I know i was just about to say i was with you guys and because i'd ever had my luggage put through or i kind of got fed up with jetstar and pulled the pin i actually cancelled everything and said give me my my money back your dogs and then went over to um, Rex Airlines and I got in a flight within 45 minutes and I got down to Melbourne and I got to the wave pool like an hour and a half early, man, just cruising. And I just remember the look on Ben's face when he turned up about 10 minutes before that session was about <laughs> to start. And yeah. mind you, it was pumping. Like it's probably sure. the best wave pool that I have surfed and will ever surf. I've been down three times and we'll probably never get that again because you don't really get you know, all day offshores, four hours of beast mode in a row, mm. like uncontrollable good times. And I can remember looking at Ben's face when he turned up and it looked like he had, he'd been to war, man. You know what I mean? He was <laughs> it, was it was stressful, to be honest, yeah. We, For we sure. didn't know when we were going to get there. And we're, I can't remember who it was. Someone said like taxis and stuff and Ubers don't take us there because it's so close. So we were like how do we even get there? But luckily we could get one of the, where we were staying. They had. Oh yeah. What's the name of the, the hotel across the road we stayed at? I always forget it. Yeah. I always forget the name of it. It's the weirdest name, eh? So odd. Yeah. That was it. That's, it's a good place to stay though. I mean, you don't get really a wink of sleep in that joint because the rooms are so lit up and wide and, and whatever. But I mean, it was still so cool to say that just because of the, how close it was to urban surf. You roll across the road, there's a full pub feed there waiting for you. Like it's a good little atmosphere down there. And 
yeah, that was that, yeah. that was awesome. But I can still remember Ben's face when he rocked up, man. And it was I remember Winnie in the background. He must have got there earlier. I was on like another flight, and yeah, Winnie yeah, was. Yeah. It was just classic Winnie, North Coast cruise and just like, it's all good, man. It's all good, Benny. Benny's just like fucking ripping his wetsuits out and like trying to get shit sorted and looking around at everyone. And, oh, I've never seen him so frazzled in his life. It's like he copped a fucking third reef pipe bomb on the head. Yeah, it was stressful because, I mean, Dave went there by himself, I think, because he's all the way up Byron. But I'm pretty sure we had a lot of the boards and they weren't plugged yet. I'm pretty sure you helped out with plugging them and waxing them yeah, up. Yeah, I did for a, a, a little bit, yeah. But, yeah. man, those boards, I almost want, didn't want to plug them, you know what I mean? Look at them. Yeah. They were oh, so they were juicy. Mick. Yeah, what was your favourite board testing in that session? Oh, I used the prism. I ended up taking that home. That was pretty fun. But I can't even remember all the boards I used, to be honest. So many names, eh? It was a while ago, yeah. There were heaps of different ones. Yeah. And what are you riding now, man? And, like, what, what style and size are you going for on your boards? Um, Right now I'm just riding, I think it's a mini quad uh, 41, and it's 1.5 pounds. So, you know, my scrawny build can actually flex some wa- into some waves, I guess. Right, um, and what were you riding out the island on that last well? Uh, I think it was pretty new that board, so it wasn't really flexed in too well. It was yeah, well, I could, I could definitely, could definitely <laughs> tell on that um drone footage one that yeah. Nito got with Benny in the foreground. Benny Sawyer, shout out Benny yeah. Sawyer, local legend. Mm. Um, yeah. I just remember seeing you. I, I think you lost your speed from that exact reason. I was going to say it's, it might have been your way, but may, maybe even not the the board broken in, so to speak. Because a lot of the fellas out the island, and I know people will, would know this, will always take, especially in a macking day like that, their oldest board out there because you don't need to generate speed. You just need to generate flex and be able to get through the monster that is surge and white rock, so to speak. Yeah, it made it a lot more difficult. And you saw me just go over the falls on one of them. That was pretty funny. But good commitment, bro. Like, honestly, like, what were you feeling like on that day? Because I surfed in the morning and then raced back in the afternoon and we crossed paths in the channel. Yeah. I was kind of going out for a death sentence because I was so angry. I went to work and I was like, I'm just going to throw myself into a couple of, <laughs> you know, low-tide beasts here. But, yeah. um, dude, like, you you would have had the blood pumping and, and, and to have a cracking session like that, like, it's – what was it like out there as a as a sixteen year old? I mean, it was it was pretty weird because the plan wasn't even to surf there. To be honest, I wasn't that wasn't really in my mind. We were going to go to well somewhere else, um, and we ended up surfing it. I surfed it with Noah Dean, just me and him out for like an hour or something. That was pretty sick. We were just cruising. I almost got flogged a few times, but it was it was fun overall, and. After that, we drove back. We went to Emerald to Des to have a chat and stuff. And he said there's a few out island. And then me and Benny rocked up. Yeah, he, Benny let me stay the night. So he's a bit of a legend for that. But, yeah, we rocked up to Ireland. We didn't even check it. We just went straight back out there with our wetsuit still on. And we saw like four or five spit in a row. And we were just like, oh, my God. We were, like, freaking out. And I got into a few. I don't think I even made many that day. I think I made one or two. I just copped so many floggings, but it was pretty funny. 
And I don't know, I think I was pretty lucky just getting a few small scratches across my back. That's that's really good, man, when you think about it because from some of the footage and anyone listening out there that's can't say, go to Anthony Miller's pro, um, profile sorry, on Instagram and just check out some of these these beatings because, um, you know, you, you, you drew good lines in a man and, and obviously like – you're 16, it takes a long time to be able to wrangle beasts out the island, especially of that size and magnitude when the swell is that east. And um, from my point of view, you know, from someone who surfed out there for a fair while, like you gave it a real good crack and something we haven't seen from a grown, a grown in a while, really kind of since Sam Strachan, to be perfectly honest. Oh, thanks for that. But, um, yeah, it, uh, it's just tough out there because I didn't have too much weight on me. It does make it a lot harder when you're as light as me only 60 kilos so you can't really get through the foam ball and stuff makes it a lot more difficult we might start weighting your boards down you know people got toe boards and they start oh yeah you know stringers with like sand in them and all that kind of stuff and i know i know uh, pretty sure shane ackerman's got a couple of weighted um big wave boards that allow him to push over the edge and kind of get more speed and um Velocity going down the face when you've you've got a heavier board. You know, a lot of those big wave surfers, um, their toe boards are really heavily weighted, and those big paddle boards are super heavy. So it only it makes sense to kind of get more weight behind like that. But bro, you got so much longer to grow into your frame, and you know, as they say, um, a male only really starts to fully mature in his body by the age of twenty five, twenty six, and a female, I think, more twenty one, twenty two. So. Um, yeah, like you got so much longer to go, bro. It's it's insane. You know when you watch like say a say like say like a Caleb Ponga. You know the guy who plays fullback for Newcastle. Yeah, Knights? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's a talent, bro. He's off his head, but he for probably sure. just doesn't have the muscle capacity. Yet. He's building up to it, but you know when he first came on the scene, he was this wiry redhead that yeah, was he's just pretty small, eh? Yeah, and you can see though as he's progressing into his body and into his career that he's putting that weight on and he's really gaining some momentum and like traction. You even look at Jake Stone, for example. Now Jake doesn't bodyboard anymore to my knowledge, but when you look at his pod- podcast, the corrective culture um, and all the things that he has done for his body um, to improve his muscle mass um, and to correct his, you know, posture and alignment and just how he's living his life um, in a holistic sense, you can tell that he's grown into his body and understands it and he knows what he needs to do. Not like he hadn't, hadn't grown into it when he was bodyboarding. Um, you know, he's still doing some death defying things and that wave at the right is still one of the craziest things I've ever seen. But um, oh, yeah. it's so crazy in that wave, bro. Like I, I, I have fl- – every time I see that wave, I stop and study it because I'm like, how the fuck did he get in that position and how on earth did he have the – the balls to get into it you know what i mean it's that just seems like a wave of pure consequence that wave yeah it just sucks up so hard and so big and just looks pretty much almost impossible for most people to surf i reckon oh for yeah for sure except if you're ryan hardy and whatnot (laughs) yeah you're gonna be a god of the sport but yeah so you got so long to grow into your frame brother and i think um i think that's why I, I was keen to have you on the potty because it's rare to see a 16-year-old um, really keep pushing through uh, the talent barrier like that because if you don't have the necessary, you know, physical features at the moment to really 
to really compete at the highest level, you're doing it all on raw skill and ability, and it's uh, it's it's really impressive to see. Yeah, thanks. I mean, it, hopefully, when I get a bit older, I can put a bit more weight on and get into some proper waves and actually make them next time. Let's get a bit of meat in here. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm still skinny as though. It's just ah, I'm I'm absolutely yeah. I'm slow. Lap it up because you'll hit 30 and just start putting on the kgs, bro. You won't even try. Oh, I'll just turn all of a sudden. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm joking. That's more of a lifestyle choice, but it's an age-old saying, like, supposedly your metabolism starts to slow down. It's not as easy to, um, you know, keep weight off or just burn through your energy, but I don't think you're going to have any problems. If you keep bodyboarding in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, bro, you'll be cruising. Yeah, it should be. Hopefully I won't get too heavy when I'm that old. No way, bro. No way. <laughs> Dude, think about um thinking about, you know, where you've come from and obviously in the eastern suburbs. Like who are your biggest influences that have um really paved the way for you in bodyboarding and have given you that froth to continue on? I mean, everyone that bodyboards pretty much, you know, helps me out and stuff in the water, I guess. Liam's helped me out a lot, obviously, taking me and giving me plenty of lifts home. Liam Lucas? Yeah. He's definitely helped me out plenty, you know, te- and helping me with style and stuff because I didn't really care about that. I just, I'd just surf and not really bother about what I was doing, but then he helped me, you know, I guess just get smoother and better each time. He, like, he'd just pick something out and... I'd work on it, and then he just he just keeps picking stuff out that I need to keep working on. Has he given you any direction on your backflips? Because I do watch your backflips, and I do see a lot of Liam in your backflips. You reckon? Yeah, man. Yeah, I can tell the way you're tilting your head and the way you're approaching um, a pipe bowl, especially that one you put up on Instagram recently. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Liam is 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 a. Um, He's a surgeon. He's very precise in what he does, and that's probably one of the biggest attributes, in my opinion, that Liam has is his flow state and the ability to link up moves and continually looking effortless on the wave. Like, you know, he's, he's got great skills all around, but that's one of the biggest things that, that I see um, in him that's, that's really impressive. And I see it in yourself too, you know, like, again, being quite young, um, not having the full experience of the ocean just yet, but showing these signs at this age and then having these mentors around you, it's... Uh, yeah, it's crazy to see the progression, and I, and I really do see, yeah, he, some of his style rubbing off onto you, and, and not saying that you're just taking it and copying it, but you're you're taking that advice on board, and you're um, yeah, you're making it your own. It's it's really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, he just I don't know, he just picks everything that's wrong, and you know, I just try and improve on it every time, and. He just, uh, I don't know, he just, he's, he's very picky with, with I guess, a lot of his riding and mine, I guess, as well. And Oh, that doesn't sound way. like Liam. It doesn't sound like he'd be Not in a bad way. Not, not like in a bad way, pretty. Just like he, he like, notices a lot of a lot of things. I haven't I ever would. seen Liam turn his nose up to anything, Anthony. I haven't seen him, like, scrunch it up and being like, style, you know what I mean? What the fuck is he doing over there? I'm oh. only joking, Liam, if you're listening out there, bro. I'm being harsh. It's a good thing to be critical of your manoeuvres, and it's really good to hone in on your style because 
to a lot of people in the world, style is everything um, and it's appeasing to the eye and people want to watch it. You might not even have to do moves on the way, but if you're stylish and going from rail to rail and putting your weight in the right places, um, yeah, it's ep- epic to watch. So I'm, I'm only rolling Liam up. I, I think it's a really good thing to have. And you've got to be honest with yourself. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, that's okay. It's like, nah, I can do that better because I know I can improve on this or I can – watch the video footage to then reenact this or, you know, to correct my leg going this way when it should be going this way. And when I'm doing a forward spin on the right, I should be putting my left leg up before my right leg and vice versa on the left. So, you know what I mean? Just shit like that that needs to become practiced and then becomes human nature. So you just do it on command. Yeah, he kind of does that for me that, you know, that the small things I just, I just surf and then he'll tell me and, you know, I, I thank him for it that he does that. I mean, I wouldn't have ever noticed any of these small things that he always notices. I'm just like, how how do you how do you notice all these like small increments that I'm doing wrong? I know, yeah, dude, definitely. I mean, I mean, you need someone to look like look back on that, and you need someone who films you and does it. I know Anthony. Um, I always forget to say his last name. Karamas? Karamas? Karambanas, I think it is. Karambas, yeah. Oh, Karambas. <laughs> Karambanas? I think it is. Karambas. <laughs> Still can't say it. But anyway, he's an absolute fucking legend and a very good filmer and has obviously yeah. done so many cool things with um, Liam over the last couple of years. And, and, and obviously you've been hanging out with Liam and getting that footage um, and looking back on it. Like how big is it looking at footage and do you feel like you can – really improve and hone your style um, through uh, looking back on footage? I mean, I don't get too much footage of me, but when I do, yeah, it makes it a lot easier. I think that's why it's a lot easier to, have, like, surf with Liam and even anyone, like, you know, they'll tell me something wrong because, you know, they're, they're watching me surf. So it's like they they know what's wrong. They can see it and, you know, I'll just take it on. Even if I sound like a bit of a grudge when I take it on, it's it's helpful. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And I, th- I think that's that's a real sign of maturity, you know, being able to take on feedback and know that it's not the end of the world and um, it's really important to listen to it because if you get uh, not so much negative feedback but constructive feedback on what you can improve on, it's only a positive, man, because that's what life really is about, striving to continually improve and get better at things, Um the older you get and you should never stop learning. You know, one of the biggest things uh, one of my mentors said when I was younger to me is that you shall never stop learning. And if the day you stop learning is the day you start to perish and die, unfortunately, because um, you'll lose the lust for life. And it's sick to see that you've got that ethos um, instilled in you at such a young age. And be open to it, man. Just, just be open to what people say. Don't have to always take it on board, but always listen to what they say and then, see if you can use it um, to your own advantage because to be dismissive of things or to just, you know, turn your nose up at it most of the time um, will be detrimental to you in the future. Yeah, for sure. It's just you should always, like, I guess, I just always take on what they'd say and try and, I guess, learn and improve on everything, not even just, like, in surfing, just... Just in life, in general. Yeah, I guess so. Fuck yeah. Dude, thinking about some trips coming up with NMD, I mean Versus Project, sorry, under the same umbrella. <laughs> same yeah, mixed stuff. Up. Yeah, same stuff, different boards. Um, 
what's going on in the the coming months? Have you got anything planned to um to showcase to the world? Um, they're planning some sort of a little movie. Uh, it's a pretty funny script. Uh, first, first, it's like it's just me surfing, and then I go up with Ben. We surf together like around his area, and then. Third part is me, I guess, all of us surfing, me, Ben, Dave, and Ryan uh, at Ballina or Iluka or something up there. Is this Ryan Hillsmith? Yeah. Sick. Sick. Have you surfed with Ryan much before? Yeah, I've surfed with him plenty of times at comps and stuff. What do you What do you think about Ryan who's surfing? Ryan's surfing, yeah, it's good. Um, He's also a really nice guy. He's pretty laid back all the time when you're trying to, you know, just having a talk with him. It's good. That's sick. And what kind of comps have you done with him? Have you been doing the the state comps? Um, I mean, year before last year, it was pretty much all of them. And then last year, I just gave up. I'm not going to lie. I got kind of sick of him. I was getting pretty annoyed and the waves always sucked. You know how it is when waves suck. It's just so lame in comps. For sure. I mean, you, you can't really showcase what you want to do, but what that that's a that's a really important point. We should probably expand on what. Why did you not like the comp scene and what was going on at the the time here on a on a on a on a I guess a community, state, and national level at our bodyboarding competitions? I mean, I was doing pretty bad, and then well, either way, I couldn't have done it because I broke my wrist, so that kind of sucked, but. Um, you know, the waves are just grovel. You can't really show show much. It's just I think they're kind of unfair because it's not enough time to for everyone to get good waves. So it's a lot harder. It is. Just get a bigger, better scores and stuff. Yeah. I, I think unfortunately, I do agree with you there. Like it would be nicer to have lengthy periods in heats, but I think that's one of the um, – it's one of the catches with, with with comps, and it's one of the things you probably need to hone your skill set in on is is knowing that your two or your three best ways, whatever it is, usually two um, are, are are counted, and you need to have a strategy before you go into that heat to know how you're going to get them judging on the conditions. And I know you might be turning up the conditions of one or two foot dribble, <laughs> tides change, it goes to full you lapping on the shore and kind of stuff, but. I think the biggest thing in those competition is not so much the physical performance you put on, but it's more so the mental side of things and how you're going to take your competitor down and with what, um, with what strategy you're going to employ to do. So it's, yeah, look, comps aren't my thing. Like <laughs> comps definitely aren't my thing. <laughs> I'm not a, um, a, a bodyboarder that really enjoys going out there under pressure and trying to perform because I feel like bodyboarding is one of those more pure things that you do. Um, through through just the love and um, the passion of the sport, do you know what I mean? And just to spend time in the ocean and to harness uh, energy through waves and to kind of feel them and ride them. And, you know, it's a, it's a pretty spectacular thing that we all do. So when it comes to competition, it's not my jam, but I can still see the other side of it and I can I still watch a lot of competition. I still get enjoyment you know, coming down to the last couple of seconds in a heat, seeing what's going to play out. It's a really good test um, under pressure for someone if they can handle 
all that sort of um, all that sort of weight on the on on their back in the in the last couple of minutes to to pull out a score and to get through the heat. You know, um, I remember Sean Cooper always telling me a really good story. I worked with Coops for um, for a fair while. I'm doing backyard pools, and he would always talk about this heat that he watched Kingy surf over at Sintra um, when they were doing the World Tour back in the early 2000s, and Kingy was getting ganged up on by these two local Spanish or Portuguese mm. fellas. Um, they were tearing him to shred because they were just blocking him for waves. They were they were yeah. pushing him up and down the beach and just carrying on in a song and dance. And, and again, this is probably another thing we don't like about comps because you can just get people out there that are trying to fuck with you and not yeah, even actually trying to win the heat. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> I, know, I know Liam Lucas will tell you all about that on his um, IBC trips over to the south american legs and whatever that he did but um yeah kingy was was up against the ropes man and it's true australian style damien fucking king you know three times world champion i'm gonna gonna throw it out there two two laying down one on the knee he um he just he pulled a rabbit out of his out of the hat and went into beast mode and somehow got these combos in um of of a set wave somehow sold another wave to another competitor and got another wave huh. at the end on the buzzer um and 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 you know the whole beach erupted especially like the australian contingency because they could see what was happening they knew his fate was kind of already decided because when you're getting ganged up by two competitors they're obviously gonna make r- things really difficult to win that heat yeah. but Way again the king, yeah the king stood up and um and showed him a little bit of pulled my grit and just got it right up him, you know what I mean? And it was sick yeah. to see. And there in that situation, you can really appreciate competition for what it is because that's someone under pressure getting themselves out of that situation and then going on, you know, he probably went on to win the comp from there because he's just one of those, well, one of those dudes. But that's what I really respect in competition. You know, those sort of scenarios, it really brings the the best or the worst out in people. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I I'll I'll be honest. I just start freaking out in comps when I mess something up. So it it makes it a lot harder for me to surf. But you know, it shows more than just how good you can surf. It's it's definitely more challenging. For sure, it's definitely more challenging. Um, I remember getting schooled by Liam Lucas in the quarter of the semis at. I think I've spoken about this before at um, an IBA Mystics Pro Comp back. I think before COVID, really, 2018-19, and um. Yeah, like I was just cruising, won a couple of heats. Um, yeah, fun mystics. And then we went out there and I could just tell <laughs> that I wasn't as mentally prepared as he was, even though the age gap, I think Liam just wanted it so much more. And I was there with my missus at the um miss at the time, still my, my wife now, Lauren, and a couple other good friends, and we were taking it pretty easy. But you know, Liam was in that competitive mode and he was honing and 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 wanted to win so badly. And that you need to respect because he's he's like a ravaged dog with rabies, bros, just trying yeah. to get through that gate. Like he wants so, to win at all costs. Yeah. yeah, and that's why he's obviously got to where he is too and, and how he wants to continue on with bodyboarding and trying to push the boundaries for, you know, in his own talent set. And that's and that's really cool too. But, yeah, there's, there's the big difference, 101 example of, um, you know, someone who wants to compete and someone who's kind of just there for a good time. Yeah, um, he's way more competitive than than I am. I I don't I don't really think about it too much, but because I don't really care. But 
he was he's different even just when we're surfing <laughs> he sometimes he'll like just uh, keep telling me what he's done and then i i start get more competitive because i'm trying to beat him in a makeup comp that we've made up on the spot for sure, for sure, yeah. And I, yeah, Liam's definitely been noted in a couple of lineups all around Australia and the world for his presence and definitely his um, ability to dominate a lineup through pure competitiveness. Sometimes that rubs people up the wrong way. Sometimes it doesn't. But, um, you know, it gets results and it definitely shows that he wants it. You know what I mean? So yeah. let him have it. For sure, yeah, he's just different, I guess, to a lot of people and how he surfs, I guess. For sure, for sure. And he's obviously one of your biggest influences, but anyone else around the area? Like, do you surf much with Kezzy? Do you surf much with um, any of the other dudes around the area? Yeah, I see Kezzy every now and then, and I guess there's so many people from Tamar and stuff, like even – from Cronulla, you know, Benny's helped me with heaps of trips down the coast and um, heaps of people from Tama, like, you know, George O'Hana, he's a, he's a legend. Bendercock, there's just so many people from there that are, just make it easier. Did you say Bendercock? Yeah, that's his name, Bendercock. Have you not heard of him? Oh, Bendercock. Yeah, sorry, I thought yeah. you said his last name was Bendercock and I was like, no, we need to meet Bendercock and see what's going on there. <laughs> no, you know Benny, Bendercock. Yeah, I know Ben, yeah, yeah. Bendercock. Yeah, but the yeah. way you said it, I was like, who the fuck is Bendercock? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like a yeah. full last name. That's a yeah. powerful last name. If I were to hear yeah. that last name in public, I'd want to get to know that person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't know, there's just so many people from the area that, have helped in their own ways. What about Jade Malcolm? Oh, he's a legend. He's funny. <laughs> he's he's awesome. very funny. Yeah, he's sick. Um, he's taken me plenty of places on his boat and stuff and just there for a good time as well all the time. Isn't he? Yeah, he's been doing a fair few stints out in the, the outback recently, I've seen. Yeah, he's he works in WA. He goes fly in and fly out and stuff. But when he's here, it's a good, it's always a good time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Every time I've seen him, he's always it's always good to catch up, and it's always good to have your arm with Jade. He's a he's a man full of stories, a eh? man yeah. that um man that knows how to party too. He'll always be a good time. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Dude, well, talking about your competitive side and and then your free surfing side, obviously you've you've got goals for free surfing in the future. Um. You know, as you move, you know, through your teens into your twenties, I don't know if you're thinking that far ahead. Obviously, you're still so young, but like, what are some of the goals moving moving forward with bodyboarding? Like, is there anything you've always dreamt of doing and 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 want to be part of? Um, I don't know. I got. I guess I just want to travel a lot, at just to heaps of different waves. I've seen. Um, I was going to go to. The- what would be number one on the list? Oh, um. Well, if I could go anywhere, that's pretty tough. Anywhere. Um, anywhere. Anywhere, bro. We've uh, given you an unlimited budget. You know, <laughs> you just, you just do whatever you want, bro. Um, I don't know. I guess you can't go wrong with Hawaii. That place is pretty mental. Have you been yet? Nah. I wanted to go maybe the end of this year or early next year. That's one of my goals for 
this year, I guess, get ready for that. If I, if um, you know, everything works out. Dude, definitely do that. I think that's a great pilgrimage that everyone should do once in their life. Like I was lucky enough to do two seasons and um, it is one of those places that really separates the men from the boys and the, the women from the girls. Eh? Like it's pretty psycho, um, the amount of energy over there. And as everyone knows, like, you know, talk about pipe and all that stuff, but there's so many other waves there that will really test you. And um, the, the social settings will test you um the the weather will test you and just the whole the whole feel and energy of the place um it just comes alive in winter a eh? so yeah you, you've got to do it man you'll just you'll you just get a bike and you just cruise the north shore and just live off pokeballs at, um pokeballs at, at foodland and just just love it yeah it looks like it can definitely teach you a few harsh lesson, lessons there as well oh bro Man, ask Sammy Strachan. He definitely got taught a coupler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamie O laying the one yeah, two. That surprised me, eh? Even I know, I, man. He dropped in. When he said that on the on our um, most recent potty uh, a while back ago now, he um hmm. like oh, I, I was taken back because I, I, I remembered the story, but I didn't know, didn't know it was Jamie O who punched him. And now – you know, looking at his profile and where he's at in the world, I mean, it's probably not going to fly now. I know shit happens to the water, should stay in the water. I'm not trying to incriminate anyone. Stuff just yeah. happens. Like it's, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty intense environment and at such a heavy wave like that because the consequences are so dire. But poor Sammy Strachan, man, fuck, he was just – he, he he just he just cruised out of that trying to get away from the, the kind of the dude or in the barrel whatever and, and, and you know, it was getting dropped in on. He, he just kind of copped his medicine and then – Jamie O made a full scene of it. It was, um, yeah, so wild to think. Yeah. He even shaved his, his head after that, old Sammy Strax. Yeah, I don't know if he deserved that over there. Like, I get it. Like, I don't think know, he did. The locals get the waves usually. You know, they get mostly priority. But, like, the second part's a bit heavy, I reckon. It's a bit too Definitely, far. Man. Yeah, like, you can enforce your dominance and the localism card, like, for sure. Mm. But pretty rare that you need to throw a punch at any stage, especially at a Grom who was, mm. like, I think he was younger at you at the time or maybe the same age, but yeah, um, yeah like something that just do- doesn't need to be handled that way in the, in the future, I would say. Yeah. Like I, I get it. If like he dropped in on Jamie, you know, that's somewhat understandable, but he didn't even do anything wrong. I know. I know. I know. And, yeah, that's that's the rock. It'll just get you sometime. Yeah, but I don't know if he's doing that too much anymore. There's too many cameras on him. Oh, fuck no. There's no way he's doing that, bro. <laughs> There's no way in God's green earth. If he was to do that this day and age, he would lose sponsors instantly, especially yeah. the way social media reacts these days. And, um, yeah, it wouldn't be viable. If he really wanted to get some, he'd probably just get some other local to do it if it was really yeah. that, that serious. I mean, I'm just clutching at straws here, but... Yeah, but man, um, about Hawaii, you know, other locations. Is there any anywhere else? Like Hawaii is obviously, you know, the pinnacle, so to speak. But is there anywhere else in the way the world that you know, even weird waves or waves you've seen, you're like, fuck, I'd love to go there. Um, Island looks pretty sick. Not gonna lie, definitely. Marley Dunn has just been showing that. Yeah, it just looks so weird. Like you can only surf a couple hours before like the tides are so big over there, and like 
so many just patches of reef everywhere you can surf. Looks pretty pretty fun. Yeah, man. I know the tides are about six or seven meters at, at times. Yeah. Um, and I remember watching the ABC when I was younger, a blank canvas, and watching Brendo and Crashy and Ryan Maddock and um, uh, Harry Dixon going over there and just absolutely tearing the place a new one um, in regards to just partying crazy antics in like a motorhome cruising the countryside and you're getting some ridiculous waves like it, it looks like a place just just littered with gold so yeah i think that'd be a, a great location do you do you mind drinking guinness I, I don't even know what it is like i know it's a drink but i don't like know anything about it i'm not gonna lie if you go there, at, but before you go, I, I would recommend doing a little bit of research on Guinness because they will most certainly expect you to have a Guinness at the end of um, <laughs> at the end of the day with them. You know what I mean? And from all yeah. reports, I mean, I've only tasted the Guinness here, so I mean, I can't give you the full local rundown. But fuck, they reckon like a Guinness is like a meal in one man. Like you have one one Guinness, a big pint. And it's it's almost like you've had a fucking big home cooked meal, and it just starts warming you up. And then you can only, I mean, I don't know how many you could stomach, but I mean, they're so big and throaty and frothy. It's just like a, it's a, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you start shitting black sludge, you'll know to stop drinking Guinness. Yeah, I mean, I probably won't have a choice if I ever go over there, will I? Mate, yeah, they'll be shoved down your gullet. <laughs> Or you don't have a chance. Obviously, you know, the ripe age of 18, man, I'm not un- encouraging yeah, yeah. underage drinking, but I'm just saying <laughs> they will be expecting a Guinness to be sculled at the end of a, a beautiful Eileen session. Mm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> they, they, it looks like they go pretty hard over there. Yeah, man. Yeah, they, they, they truly do. How have you been going at summer here at home in, in Sydney, man? Like it's been – we had a pretty good summer last year, but this year has been doggers like it usually is. But hopefully that's a good time for – um autumn and winter to come but what what have you been doing in your spare time um not much it's been pretty boring eh? like i just surf no matter what to be honest go down for a swim um chill down the beach i guess there's not much to do it's really hot usually yeah it's been hot eh? it's been super hot have you been Doing any? Do you do any like cross training? Not not like CrossFit per se, but cross training with bodyboarding. You know, do you do any swimming? Do you do any um, weight work? Do you, do you do any anything like that? Um, I stretch every day. I I was going for runs a fair bit, but I hurt my back, so I just stopped that for a bit. It's it's definitely humbling running. That's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. I I was going to once my body's better get get a bit more weight on me for some bigger waves for winter. But once my body, once I feel like my body's ready for that, I'll start doing that. So what's wrong with your back? Oh, I just heard it jumping off the rocks and like scorpioned fully. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I was jumping, jumping off, off the rocks. The yeah, Marubra. No, nah, no, nah, like out to the surf and like the wave just picked my feet up, nothing else. So I fully unfolded. It's pretty funny. Where was this at? Uh, Tamar off the rocks. I like jumped off and a wave just flicked my feet and I full on did like scorpion that hard and I just heard a crunch. And I was just like, oh, it sucked. 
Heavy. So what? What's the diagnosis? Have you have you done oh, anything to you? It's almost better. I didn't go check it out. I just chilled out for a bit. There wasn't many waves, so I didn't surf when it was bad. Um, yes. So it's almost better. Jesus, Anthony, that that's insane. I mean, what kind of stretching are you doing around the the injury or just bodyboard in general that you you always go to? Like, what's a what's a favorite stretching routine for you? Um, just. Mainly I stretch or because, like, heaps of bodyboarders get bad lower backs. I mainly focus on lower backs and shoulders. Those are, like, the two main spots that heaps of people get hurt, I guess. Yeah, so, and what kind of stretches – I know I'm probing deep on this, but what kind of stretches are you doing for your lower back and your shoulders? Because I know a lot of groms out there and people in general would probably be interested. Um, not really sure what they're called. I think there's one called the – Oh, what, Downwards Dog? That one I was feels, about to say the yeah. Down Dog. It's a favourite. Yeah, definitely. It feels good. Um, there's another one where you, you lay on your back, get both your feet, and you, like, pull them on one side and then hold your right hand, and, like, it feels nice and it, like, on your back. It just stretches it out, and you do that on both sides. Yeah, nice, nice. And have you ever had um, any sort of injuries that you can't stretch out and you can't handle yourself? Have you ever had to, to wheel stuff off to the doctor? Have you had to do any rehab with any physios? Uh, besides breaking my hand, not really. I mean... How'd you break your hand? Oh, um, <laughs> I, was, I was messing around with my mate and we were fighting and then I punched him and, and it just broke. <laughs> Oh, bro! Did you, where did you have your thumb on your on your your fist? Oh, it was on the outside, but like it was just because we weren't wearing gloves and and it just full on bent it. Where'd you punch him in the head? No, he was holding like the punching bag, and we were just punching each other with that, and, and then I just broke it, and then I just looked up, and and we all heard a crack, and we were just like, "Oh no, that's not oh, good." Oh man, it's pretty heavy, funny, bro. I'm not gonna lie. What was it? Was it a was it a straight crack? Was it a hairline yeah. fracture? It was. It was on. It, I think it was shattered. It's called the scaphoid. I think. It's Jesus. it's one of the bones in your wrist. It's like, it's it's a, it's a it's a shitty bone to break, I guess. And so you had a fair recovery for that. Yeah, um, three months with a cast, and then another while with like the one you can take off. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one with the Velcro strapping. Yeah, yeah. So that sucks. Did you have to have an operation? Oh, they said I did, but then they said it got better, so they just said, don't come back. You're fine. Oh, that's epic. Yeah, it's so much better to not have the operation if you don't have to have it. Yeah, it was pretty lucky, I'd say. Definitely, dude, definitely. And what about your spare time, man? Like bodyboarding's an obsession and I can tell you're doing it every day, but like – what do you do in your spare time? You know, are you still at school? You know, you, do, do you have any other sports or hobbies that you get up to? Um, not really. I mean, I'm about to go back to school. I'll probably just surf in the afternoon like I do every day and then go home, make food, chill. And that's pretty much all I do. I don't know. I, don't, I just chill out or surf. Those are the only Dude, that's things. A- 
it's a pretty nice combo you got going there. What about what about your food, Ben? What's your favourite um, meal to cook up when you you get home after a long ass surf or day in the ocean? Oh, you can't go wrong with a a pie at the any local bakery. That's always yeah? always amazing to eat. What's Even. your favourite pie flavour? Oh, meat pie, just plain plain beef meat pie. Just just as, you said that's so Australian, like just a plain. <laughs> yeah, you just can't go wrong with it. It's just amazing. Yeah, I've got to admit, I'm definitely a fan of the beef pie. I don't mind yeah. mixing up with a bit of pepper in there, a bit of pepper and steak. I'll occasionally go with the potato on top mm. um, and then maybe a bacon and cheese every now and again. But I'm not into like the chicken mornays or yeah. the fucking – Those are too complicated, I'm not going to Yeah, lie. the weird curry ones. Like, I know there's probably a certain taste and I can get why people um, – yeah, people don't mind them, but man, you just, yeah, a meat pie is a fucking dog's eye. Just put yeah. a bit of sauce on it and just get it up, yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. Where's the favorite bakery for you? Like, you know, do, do you have one close? Or just just, just oh, in wow. general, because I know there's a couple of really good ones up and down the coast we could all name. We all know Hayden's is the best. Oh, oh, put the words out of my mouth. <laughs> you, it's just so amazing. I know. What's he doing in there, eh? It's like fucking Willy Wonka, except in a yeah. pie factory. Like he's got all these They're recipes. Crazy. He's got weird little South Coast Oompa Loompas working for him every time I go in there. And there's some, <laughs> some, you know, like some little midget scurrying out the back yeah. and all the ingredients going. So, yeah, he's got, he's, got, he's, got, he's got the fucking winning ticket down there, doesn't he? Yeah, hopefully they open more up and down the coast because that'd go pretty crazy. They would, but do you think he'd have the quality control? Because I think Big Hados is in there, you know, a fair yeah? bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. and he's like, um, and he's coming in, quality checking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, mate, this fucking beefy didn't braise this enough. enough. Or see this chicken here, mate. You need to, you need to season that up a bit more, brother. They ain't got the spice that I need. So yeah, I reckon it's um, it's a, it's a. It's definitely a tough one. There's there's a couple other good pie shops that I'll I'll definitely back, but Hayden's is one that you can go to time and time again with a wide, varying selection of <laughs> fucked up pastries and you just want to nail. Like when you go in there, man, you can't just have one. Like oh, no. I'll look at one no and then I'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to try that, and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, rhubarb pie on the way out just as a dessert. You know, and what somehow I mean? they're like, all good. I don't know, all good, man. Somehow they're all good. Have you ever just um, taken a big family meat pie home from there and just had it on, on the way home or just up it back at home? No. Nah, what? Do they have like full big ones? I didn't even Dude, know that. Dude, you go in there and go to the right-hand side of the Bay Marie or, you know, shop front or, or like whatever. They've got the desserts on that side, but they've also got a mix of like family pies in there. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, last one went in there, they were there, but um, – yeah, the family pies dope, man. Because then you know you're taking like five or six pies home in ones, in one, sorry, and yeah. you can just enjoy that, you know, that South Coast deliciousness time and time again. Might have to do that next time. Oh, I thought so, you'd be all over that, mate. That's how you're putting on weight. No. That's, oh yeah. Weight, yeah, for sure. You get the <laughs> the fucking Maruya beef down there in the gullet. High protein, good cows, looked after. A couple of smelly cow farts, and they're fucking. Epic. So That's into the, it. Uh, next time I'm down there then. That's yeah. the main mission. When is the uh next time you're gonna be down there? Like is it just something you're you're gonna you're gonna see a swell pop up and hopefully pop down there or have you got um, any plans? 
hopefully not too many hit people hear this, but this weekend looks pretty sick. <laughs> oh, well, mate, this <laughs> will it, it, it does. It does. And this, and this won't be out um, yeah. until probably two weeks after this weekend's come. We've oh, got a sweet. All right. Well, yeah. then, yeah, this weekend coming looks pretty <laughs> Sick. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm stoked to hear you. It's finally good to see a bit of swell coming, eh? This is the first kind of subly push we've had. Proper one, probably in like six weeks. Yeah, with some power as well. Yeah. Terrible, you know, eight seconds. <laughs> I know, I know. There's only so many waves that kind of cop that, yeah. And I know the winds look a little bit seedy on the Saturday, but the Sunday's yeah, looking juicy. Yeah, it looks sick. Might see you somewhere, hey. Yeah, for sure. Well, I've got to say, man, I'm getting pressured by my missus at the moment. We're, we're trying to sell this 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 apartment here, and um, I know that I'll sure have a list of chores that I'll that I'll need to be ticking off. Um. You know what I mean? There'll be like stern eyes on the back of my body. I'll be able to feel them for most of the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, well, is this is this bloke going to pull it together for the family? Is he going to go surfing again? <laughs> that's, that's what be saying. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens, Brian. I hope to see you in the water soon, Anthony, man. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the lounge of Riptide Media Production. It's so good speaking to the next gen coming up. Um, as I said at the start of this party, man, I really enjoy – Spending time with you, um, obviously you're, you've got a great skill set, but I really value uh, your personality and your demeanour and just your moral compass, dude. You're a really good grom um, with a lot of good, a lot of good energy about you, and um, I really hope you keep that and 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 uh, leapfrog in the future with it because it's a pleasure to serve with you. And as we said before, it's not always the case with the younger gen coming up. So, doff of the cap to you, Anthony Miller. Doff of the cap. Thanks for having me. You know, it was a good chat. Um, hopefully I'll see you in the water soon, I guess. Yeah, bro, definitely. Don't make um, yourself a stranger over Cronulla Way. And, you know, the uh, Shark on trials are almost alive and online. Um, they should they be when this podcast <laughs> drops. We're probably just a week behind just due to some back of house stuff, but you will still have almost three months of competition open. If you've got any banging waves, please put a submission in because um, – it's a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get in that challenge, brother. Yeah, I mean, I'll just try my best, you know, with the waves that come for the next few months, I guess, and I can only hope that it's enough, but I guess we'll just see what happens. Definitely, man, definitely. I've got a, I've got a good feeling, Anthony, you've got a good feeling. But um, let's close this one out, and as a tradition on this podcast, I do usually, if I don't forget, um, ask the guest what closing song they would like to to throw on. So, how would you like to outro this episode, Anthony? Um, oh, geez, putting me on the spot, huh? Um, I guess I don't know. What do you What are you thinking, mate? I'm so easy. What well, What's something on your Spotify that you're hitting on repeat, or like something you right now? Yeah, like right now or something you gear yourself up for in the surf, you know, before a session, put the headphones on and just get in the get in the zone. New song that I've been saying, uh, listening to, it's called When It's Gone. It's a pretty good one by Vegas. By Vegas. So When It's Gone by Vegas. It's, it's a good song. Mate, let's roll it. All right, talk to you soon. Cheers, my bro. Speak soon. Yeah. See ya.